Bear markets take more from investors than just capital. They reduce confidence in both ourselves and our ability to use the capital markets to improve our lifestyles and provide for our families. We've been here before, and market veterans know all too well we'll be here again. Recently, we've seen some signs that maybe, just maybe, the cyclical downturn may have run its course. I think we should talk about it. Most of the talking heads, including yours truly, put together a script for how markets were supposed to behave this year. There were a few who were raging bulls and more who were bears, but most believed performance would be nuanced and would struggle through the first part of the year. Well, that didn't work out. The actors threw away the script, thumbed their nose at the director, looking through the bad news, trading more like the economy's coming out of a recession than going into one. After the FOMC decision last Wednesday, Markets remained convinced that the Fed was just talking a tough game and would eventually be forced to pivot. Reports from Apple, Alphabet, and Amazon, along with a hot jobs report on Friday, splashed water on that theory, sending traders home for the weekend to sober up. Eventually, bear markets end. The recent price momentum in stocks has a lot of traders convinced that the bull market is already in full swing with many worried that the train might have left the station. Let's dig in, lay the facts on the table, and have a full bull bear debate. Welcome to The Money Runner. I'm David Nelson. Right from the start, markets were pricing in a Fed that would be forced to cut rates as early as the third quarter this year. Investors turned last year's playbook upside down, throwing out stocks that helped them survive the bear market, and started buying stocks that have been cast aside. The surge back into long-duration equity and out-of-defensive plays was an earthquake, pushing strategies with a low-risk profile to the back of the bus. Each stair-step higher had investors upping their risk, forcing the shorts to cover. By the end of January, the S&P 500 put in its best month in four years. A sector chart tells the story, again, upside down, the perfect adjective, with last year's winners bringing up the rear. Defensive sectors like energy, utilities, and even healthcare struggled, while telecommunications soared. The communications sector got an added boost from Meta on Thursday, putting in a staggering 23% one-day performance. No, they didn't beat the number, and frankly, the guidance wasn't, wasn't all that impressive. The line item that drove the, drove the shares was simple. Meta was cutting back on expenses. It wasn't the amount, but the direction and a clear indication to shareholders that Mark got the memo. Investors have been frustrated for more than a year as CEO Mark Zuckerberg continued to pour massive amounts of capital into the metaverse, a still unproven platform that could be years away from profitability. All right, let's turn back to the Fed. We can talk about a lot of things that drive equity prices, but at the heart of anyone's model has to be the risk-free rate. Traders may be convinced that the Fed is close to a course reversal, but in the end, what the Fed actually does matters a lot more. 
given the Fed's ability to get the timing right on anything, the probability of another Fed mistake is pretty high. The Fed ran a misguided zero interest rate policy for more than a decade. We can make the argument that the need for inter intervention during the financial crisis and COVID, that was real. But by continuing to keep flooding the system with money and at the same time expanding its balance sheet, monetary policy was an accident waiting to happen. And of course it did. On Friday, traders voted with their wallets, taking profits where they could as stocks closed down better than 1% while rates across the yield curve spiked higher. A one-day trend reversal is just that, a moment in time. But of course, that's how it starts. The next major date for investors is February 14th, when we get another look at CPI. If we get another benign report, it will add support to the idea that the enemy is now in retreat. And one more piece of data to support the argument that the Fed should take its foot off the brakes. Even with that, we still don't have a clear path out. We still have the debt ceiling in front of us. And as I pointed out in last week's podcast, the potential of a black swan-like decline in equity prices by June is high on the list of concerns. While the President and Speaker McCarthy are now meeting, I doubt anything gets done until we get close to the June deadline. So all of this begs the question, when will the bear market end? In the long run, stocks follow earnings. And unfortunately for this year, earnings just aren't much of a catalyst. At best, earnings are expected to be flat this year. The good news is that even with flat earnings, by July, we're not going to care. Why? Because stocks are a discounting mechanism looking to the future. Come July, we're going to start looking toward 2024 earnings and beyond. By mid-year, investors will shift their focus to the 12-month look ahead, which should include 2024 earnings. If current estimates hold, they should come in about 10% higher. And if history is any guide, stocks will follow that path and end the year on a strong note, leaving the bear market behind. Since the dawn of investing, investors have lived through and survived bear markets. Time after time, we face the challenge of war, depression, economic downturns, a financial crisis, political scandals, a pandemic, and geopolitical forces around the world that want to see us fail. There's a reason why U.S. markets are the best in the world. We have the rule of law and a market structure investors believe in and trust. Eventually, bear markets end because free market capitalism has the ability to repair and adjust, eliminating excess and providing the capital needed to set the stage of the next economic upturn. You want a date for the end of this bear market? How about July 4th, 2023, the 247th birthday of our nation? Given the above, the timing's perfect and should mark the beginning of the next leg of this bull market. God bless you all, and God bless the United States of America.